Garrett Nelson, Senior Equity Analyst at CFRA Research, and Jessica Caldwell, Executive Director of Insights Edmonds. Jessica, we're looking at the car prices. Uh, to say they've elevated is, is just really an understatement because I saw used car prices are up roughly 45% year over year. New cars are in the inventories are down as much as 40%. Um, the supply demand story is very evident. Yeah, definitely so. I mean, it feels like April was the last month in which we still had inventory that met supply. And since then, I'd say sales have pretty much fallen from a seasonal level. And right now, consumer demand is far outstripping supply, driving prices up. Of course, that helps automakers from a margin standpoint. They're making a lot more money than they would if they were incentivizing these vehicles, which they normally do in the summertime. But a lot of consumers are being priced out of the new car market because it is so high. Going to the used car market and then driving those prices up as well. I mean, used cars from the end of Q1 to the end of Q2 alone went up 14% on the average price. So really no relief in terms of prices on either new or used right now. It's amazing. And the question is whether or not any of this slows down. I mean, the chip shortage, supply chain constraints have been certainly impacting the industry. All the um, analysts have been talking about that. Garrett, do you think any of this changes in the near term or is it six months away? Because the demand is hot, supply is thin, and supply chain issues still exist. Yeah, we don't see it changing until at least the end of the year, probably, you know, sometime in 2022, it could be well into 2022 before this dynamic really changes. As Jessica noted, uh, you know, uh, there, there's uh, demand is outpacing supply. Uh, it, you have inventory shortages on, on uh, car lots across the country, and that's driven prices up uh, both in the new uh, vehicle market and the used market. So, you know, th these trends will continue, we think, uh, at least for the next uh, several months. And, um, you know, it's going to take some time. The automakers are doing everything they can to bring supply back uh, to, to really uh, help mitigate these uh, production issues caused by the well, semiconductor yeah. shortages. Over at CFRA, Garrett, uh, what are the calls? Are there any strong buys or buys on any names either here at home or abroad? And they could be EVs or regular names that we're used to. What, where, what's the lay of the land for an investor? Sure. If you look at the major U.S. automakers, the only one we have a buy on right now is Ford. Our 12-month price target is $20. We have holds on both Tesla and GM. Um, if you look at the uh, some of the up-and-coming EV aspiring manufacturers, uh, we have a strong buy on Fisker and a strong sell on Nikola. Wow, strong buy on Fisker and a buy for Ford. So what are the others missing? I'll, I'll leave Nikola out with the strong sell. I mean, that has its own story. Uh, the hold on Tesla and GM, what are they missing? Quickly, Garrett. With Tesla's evaluation issue, this the stock's trading at uh, north of 100 times our earnings estimate for next year. Uh, for GM, they report uh, later this week. We think the bar is, is really high with both Tesla and Ford having reported much better than expected earnings. So uh, we think they're going to have difficulty really um, exceeding expectations. And uh, the street is already expecting a full year earnings guidance raise for them. So um, and then the other big issue with GM, as we know, they're planning on uh, uh, being an all EV manufacturer in the future. 
their their best selling EV is the Chevy Bolt. Uh, right now, they're having recall issues, battery issues. Well, they're telling consumers not even to to charge that vehicle in their own garages. So, you know, it really uh, there, there's some major uh, larger issues at play uh, at General Motors. We think. I like how you present that. Okay, we're going to go all EV, but our EVs don't work. I understand what you're saying. Um, I'm sure they're working on it, and we'll have a great conversation on Thursday morning with the CFO, and we'll ask about that, no doubt. So as we look at this, Jessica, I mean, there's no doubt, and you could talk about the particular companies and which ones seem more intriguing to you. Also, just what's selling, right? I mean, I know that you couldn't find a pickup truck, for example. Um, is something gaining market share or losing market share when we talk about vehicle types, too? Yeah, I mean, I think through the pandemic, we've seen really strong sales of pickup trucks to the point where, I mean, if you got one now to sell, I think you're going to make a pretty good deal on that in the used car market. Anyone that can get their hands on the new on the new side are probably paying a bit more than they're used to. SUVs done really great through the pandemic as well, as we know that's becoming the ubiquitous American vehicle. And cars, we've noticed that car market share picked up slightly, not a lot, in the last quarter because... Frankly, that's all that's left on a lot of dealership lots. So people that mm. were maybe wanting to buy a small SUV went in for a car. So I think we'll see these trends continue. And right now, automakers mostly are pouring their resources into utility vehicles, even on the electrification side, because they know that's what Americans want to buy. They want something a little bit larger, not the small eco box um, that happens to be electrified. And I think that seems to be kind of more of the winning formula going forward. Yeah. Are there any other sort of fun facts that I should really be aware of? For example, the cars gaining some market share. I mean, I don't know if it's because that's what's left on the lots. You make a great point. Anything else, Jessica, that sort of jumped out to you? Yeah, I don't know if that's really a fun fact. That's sort of like a desperation fact more so. <laughs> um, I mean, I think interest rates still low. That's helping consumers. That really is the only incentive out there because there are not really a lot of incentives. So low interest rates helping consumers. Longer loan terms. We know the average loan term now is over 70 months. So people are financing those more expensive yeah. vehicles over a longer period of time, which also helps yeah. consumers deal with these high prices. And Garrett, give me a few seconds just on the China crackdown on everything. How worried are we about China and anything, vehicles and EV and all that? Well, for most U.S. automakers, China is still a relatively small percentage of their overall mix. And really, the bulk of their profits are made in, in North America. So it's not really as big of a deal uh, for these automakers. Of course, Tesla is growing in that market. Uh, it, it is a concern for them. Um, GM does have a significant portion of their overall volumes, but those are mainly through JVs that they have with Chinese automakers. So, um, you know, not something we're as worried about because, like I said, most of the profits come from the North American market for the automakers. Yeah. And everybody's lining up for that Ford Lightning. I know you have a, a buy on Ford and a strong buy on Fisker. It is great to chat with you both, Jessica and Garrett. Thank you. Garrett Nelson, Senior Equity Analyst at CFRA Research. Jessica Caldwell, Executive Director of Insights at Edmonds. Thank you both.